Okay, let's go into today's teaching. Open your Bible to Matthew 28. We're talking about why do we go through trouble? Matthew 28, why do we go through trouble? I sense a different anointing, so this might be different from this morning. Um, let's see. Let's see. Matthew 28, verse 19. Are you there? Jesus, let's start from verse 18. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority, how much of authority? Amen. All authority has been given to me in heaven on earth. Say, Jesus has authority, all of it, in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples. Amen? Go and make disciples in that authority. So Jesus says, I am equipping you with the authority that I have that you may go and do this with this authority. He says, go and make disciples of all nations, of all nations, right? Baptizing them. This thing was fine. Why are you guys changing it? Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So Jesus wants all nations, disciples to be made out of all nations. Say this, say Jesus wants followers out of all nations. A disciple is a follower of Jesus, right? Right? Now, he says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And Lord, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Now, it sounds to me that Jesus really wants everyone in this world to be preached to so that they can be saved, so that they do not go away to hell. Amen? Let's look at First Timothy chapter 2. First Timothy chapter number 2. Verse number 4, 1 Timothy 2, verse 4. It says here, God desires, so it is God's desire that all men should be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Say this to me. Say, it is God's desire that everyone in this world should be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. What is truth? Say, the word of God is truth. And Jesus wants everyone to come to the knowledge of the Word of God. God wants everyone to know what the Scripture says because the Scripture has promises for them and they are ignorant of it. So he wants them to know what's in store for them, what God has in store for them. And how is God planning to accomplish all this? He, he wants the gospel to be preached in, in all nations. He wants disciples out of all nations. Uh, he wants all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. How is God intending to accomplish this? He said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go with my authority and make disciples. Go and make disciples with my, this authority. Let's go to uh, Ephesians 1. This is another scripture that he gave us this morning. Ephesians 1. All right. Ephesians chapter number 1. Let's look at verse 16. 15. From 15. 16, rather, sorry. 16. 
Paul is, 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 is praying a prayer to the church of Ephesus, and he says, I do not cease, I do not stop or give up to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. So Paul says, I'm always praying for you. I don't stop making mention of you in my prayers. And he says, this is what I'm praying for. So Paul is talking about why he keeps mentioning them in their prayers. He says in verse 17, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Paul says, I pray that God may give you what? The spirit of wisdom and the spirit of what? Revelation. He says, in the knowledge of him. Why? Paul, why are you praying that I may have the spirit of wisdom and revelation? He tells us in verse 18. He says, uh, so that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. Say, Paul is praying that the eyes of my understanding may be enlightened. Why does Paul want our eyes to be enlightened? He tells us, he says, so that you may know what is the hope of his calling. So that you may know what is the hope of whose calling? Say, God had a hope when he called me. And Paul wants me to know the hope of God. The Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. Hello? I believe those are chosen are those that really respond to the call. The ones that are chosen, if you want to be chosen, respond to the call. Many are called, but not everybody responds to the call. There's a man of God who gave a testimony. He said the Lord came to him and, and, and he gave him an assignment. And he said, Lord, let, let, let me go do something. He said, yes, but I want to take care of something first. And he said, listen to me, you're not my first choice. I went to so-and-so, they gave me excuses. I went to someone else, they gave me excuses. I'm coming to you, you're giving me excuses. If you are not willing, I will move to the fourth. Say, God is never without options. Are you with me? So if you're giving God excuses, God will move to the next person. And, 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 and that, 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 I struggled with that a bit because there was like, this man did not say no to God. He said, Lord, is a yes, but I want to go take care of something. It reminded me of some people that were invited by Jesus, by the master, and they gave excuses why they could not respond or say yes to the invitation. You know, an invitation was sent that they may, they may come and have supper with the master, right? And they started giving excuses. One said, uh, they did not say they're not coming. They, the one said, uh, I'm coming, but, but, but I need to go bury my father. Remember? And the other one says, I'm coming, but I just got married. Let me go on honeymoon first, right? And the other says, I'm coming, but I need to go check out that land that I bought. I mean, I need to check that they did not rob me and everything. So they did not say no to Jesus. They just said, Lord, not now. They just said, not now. I, I still got things to take care of, but I'm coming. You know what the Lord did? The Lord replaced them. Uh, I mean, Lord, why replace them? They didn't refuse. They, they, they said yes. So he replaced them. So now in replacing them, it, it appears to me that the Lord was not approving of the excuses. Can, can, can I assume that? That the Lord was not approving of the excuses? In other words, the excuses were, were not valid to Jesus. I mean, he could have waited for them to come, but he replaced them. So, so I'm like, Lord, why would you replace someone who's going to bury their father? Do you have a problem with us burying our loved ones? It's an honorable thing to bury your father. 
I mean, that's a good excuse, right? I mean, we get excuses like that in the church where people tell you that I can't come to church because I'm sick, right? And, 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 and they confidently tell you, pastor, so you can understand that their excuse is reasonable. Jesus replaced the one who went to go bury their father. And the other one got married. I mean, Jesus says in his Bible that we should get married. Hello, it's a, it's a good thing to get married. Hello? You don't believe that it's a good thing to get married. And, and this one said, Lord, I, I just got married. I'm coming, but I just got married. Are you with me? Elon. Hallelujah. He said, I just got married. That one said, I just bought a piece of land. We're trusting God for land right now. We've got our land. So there's nothing wrong with owning land. But Lord, why did you replace them? So it gave me a, a challenge for some time until the Lord helped me one day. And then he said, I mean, it's not that I have a problem with you burying your loved ones. It's not that I have a problem with you getting married. It's not that I have a problem with you buying a piece of land. But this is what I have a problem with. I have a problem with, the, with, with when I call you at the time of my call, you respond to other things. Because by so doing, you're putting those things above me. And that is idolatry. And the Bible says, thou shalt have no other gods. A god is anything that you submit to at the expense of Jesus. Ooh. So Jesus says, listen, if you're on your way to bury your father, and I said, I become here, that becomes second best, and you go and attend to my call. <laughs> if you are on your way to the honeymoon, you're at the airport, and the, 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 the flight is about to take off, and, and, and I said, I'll be here. Hey, turn around and let the flight go on its own and attend to my call. <laughs> honeymoon becomes second best. If, I, if you're on your way to go purchase that land, and I said, hey, you wanna bring those millions to me. Turn around, turn around, turn around in the name of Jesus. So, 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 so Jesus does not want no one above him or in front of him. Uh, I didn't have time in the first service. If I went deeper, I will show you the kind of things he does not want in front of him. I've got it in there, my notes. The kind of, you'll be shocked what Jesus don't want in front of him. He, the things that he does not want in front of him, I promise you, all of you, you keep putting them in front of Jesus. He don't want them. You keep, you, we do it all the time, and we think it's reasonable. What are those things? Let's see if we can get there. Because because is timing me here. All right, where, where are we? So he says here, verse 18. Paul says, I pray that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may know. Say, Paul wants me to know. To know what? To know what is the hope of his calling. So say, say Jesus called me with the hope. What is he hoping for? He's hoping for what we read in Matthew 28, verse 19. What did we read in Matthew 28, verse 19? We read that he has authority from in heaven and in earth, and we read that he has given us that authority to go and make disciples of all nations. So Jesus is hoping that you and I will preach the gospel because Jesus came and lived for the gospel. Jesus suffered for the gospel. Jesus died for the gospel. So he says, the same mission that I was on the earth for, I expect you to carry it through in my absence. I'm in you, and I'm equipping you to be preachers of the gospel. And someone says, Lord, do you want me to go be a pastor? No! Pastors are not preachers of the gospel. Pastors are preparers of preachers of the gospel. 
Hello? We, we, have, we have left the assignment on pastors, which is actually for the saints. Pastors prepare the saints, the saints that do the work. Look at the scripture. Look at the scripture. I don't believe. You are in Ephesians, right? Go to four. Go to four. Um, let's look at um, 11. 11. Never take what the preacher says. Ask him, Murudi, prove it in the Bible. If it's not in the Bible, it's your opinion. And Jesus himself, Ephesians 4.11, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Verse 12. Why? For the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. Say pastors, teachers, evangelists, prophets, apostles, the fivefold ministry, the fivefold offices, is for preparing the saints to do the work of the ministry. Amen? So what I'm doing right now, I'm preparing you to go be preachers of the gospel. Where? In your different, uh, 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 wherever you are. Wherever you are. I think you're supposed to be the preacher of the gospel in, in how he conducts himself in the business world. Hello? Of course, he's supposed to be the preacher of the gospel in how he is a presenter at Rainbow FM. He needs to do it in such a way that the gospel is being preached in his presenting, DJing. Huh? Hello? Matt Pumzile there is supposed to be the preacher of the gospel. Gospel. Uh, Hello? Look at the way she delivers those babies, man. <laughs> Woo! The way she says push in the name of Jesus. The, go the gospel should be preached as the midwife. Hello? Manana, when she's at varsity there, the way she handles herself in, in varsity, when all the other students are going crazy and wild, she's different, one of a kind. You know, if you want attention, be unique. The gospel makes you unique different. You're not special if you're common. Manana, don't be common. Don't be. Well, what, is co well, what is being common? Being the same as any other. There's nothing special about you if you're just like any other. Are you with me? You are not attractive if you're just like any other. Hello? If you are rebellious, just like any other. Hello? If you are arrogant, just like any other. If you are mean, just like what? Any other. If you snacks, just like what? Any other. Stop being like what? Any other. Say, I am, I am one of a kind. The designer's original. That's who you are, man. The designer's original. Say, 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 I am not a copy. I am not an imitation. No one in this whole world is like me. So why do, you start, why do you keep trying to be like other people? You want to be like Beyonce? You want to be like Jay-Z? You want to be like Tupac? Don't you know that you are the designer's original? 
If we have two people that are the same, if we have two Jay-Zs and two Beyonces, the other one is unnecessary. Hello? So if you're trying to be like somebody else, you will die like a copy. I mean, I don't want to be like anybody because I am the best me that can ever be. No one can beat me in being me. I am the best me while I'm sleeping. You can struggle being me and train hard to be me. I am me effortlessly. I've been created and designed to be me. I'm a pro in being me. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, so, so love yourself and don't allow those crazy... Man, I'm talking to you. This is all about you. All those crazy, all those crazy girls at school, young people, all those crazy girls at school that are trying to be cool. You know what makes you cool? Different. Different makes you cool. Yeah, there's people, they are the same. They think they're cool. They are not cool. They are disgusting, man. They are not cool. No. Are you cool, Manana? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Where were we? Craving on the sins. Now, he says here, he prays that we may know what is the hope of our calling. So what is this hope? Whose hope is it? Say, is God's hope. Say, so God had a hope when he called me. Now, don't leave God hopeless now. What is he hoping for? He's hoping for the gospel to be preached. So, he needed you and I for the gospel to be preached. He disturbed me. I wanted to be a soccer star, and I wanted to be a quarter star. I know. He disturbed me, and he came in. You know, when God intervenes in your life, nothing remains the same. So he came in my life and nothing was ever the same. I was never the same. When Jesus came in my life, I was never the same. If you tell me you've got Jesus and you're still the same when you were before Jesus, then I don't know what kind of Jesus you got, girl. I don't know what kind of Jesus you got because my Jesus, when he comes in, everything else changes. Everything goes ups and down. Listen, I used to be a hater. I'm a lover. <laughs> I used to be a taker. Now I'm a giver. Woo! Shit now. Jesus messes my whole life around. I used to be, have an attitude, an ugly one. My attitude is beautiful now. I promise you, I've got a positive attitude over every circumstance. You can be mean to me and I still see good in you. Why? It's not because I'm anything special. It's Jesus. This is what Jesus does. When Jesus comes in, he does whatever he does. If you allow Jesus to come in your life, you'll see how different you become. And that's cool. I'm very cool. I'm very cool. If you get to know me, you'll see that this guy is cool. You know why I'm cool? i got the cool Jesus in my life. <laughs> Ooh, stop being boring. You're boring without Jesus. Get some life. Jesus is life. Yes. <laughs> Oh, is this a different anointing that I was sensing? <laughs> I'll tell you why. Tune is here today. <laughs> Praise you, Jesus. Hello. That's why they criticize us. That's why they speak down on us. Because they see that we're different. They see that we're carrying something special. Do you know that the world can see when you are a carrier of Jesus? They can see. How do they see it? They attack it. You know why they attack you? Because they see that you have something they don't have. And they don't like the fact that you have something that you have, that they don't have. They don't like the fact that you don't talk like them. Don't be pressured to be like the world. Mm -mm. Creation is waiting with expectation for the manifestation of sons. Creation. 
Huh? Creation. You know why? Because in, in, in Genesis, he gave us authority to have dominion over creation. And creation has been waiting ever since. Lord, you gave them to have dominion, but no one is using their authority. In the beginning, dominion was given. He says he's given us dominion. To, let's read it. Let's read it. Because you guys are Bible school. Uh, you are a Bible teaching church. So everything I say, you want proof in the Bible. Go to Genesis 1. In the beginning. Hmm? In the beginning. Because you want proof, right? I'll prove it to you. 26. Right? Genesis 1, 26. Let's go read this thing. Find me the scripture that says creation is waiting with um, expectation there. Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. And he said, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. Let them have dominion over the birds of the air. Let them have dominion over the cattle. Yeah? Let them, cattle, hey, hey, lobola, cattle. They must have dominion. Let them have dominion over the over what? The earth and over every creeping thing. Creeping thing. Say this to me. Say, I've got dominion, I've got dominion. Over, creeps. over creeps. Hello? You are scared of, of creeps. You've got dominion over those things. Let them have dominion over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God... He created him, male and female, he created them. And God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over every living thing that moves on the earth. So we have dominion over every little thing. What is the scripture, Ngozi? Romans 8. So now, 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 this is what he gave. Now look at Romans, Romans, because the earth now has been waiting for this. It's been waiting for this. Romans what? 8 verse 19. Last week, Pastor Tabelo spoke about power over power, right? Something like that. That lesser power bows to the higher power or, 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 or the imitation power bows to the original power. Amen. He spoke about dunamis power, power that never, that's able to reproduce itself. Amen? Uh, Romans what? Verse? Verse 19. Look at it. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. Creation is eagerly waiting for the revelation of the sons of God or for the manifestation of the sons of God. So, so we are actually not operating in our full capacity, our full power. That power that Pastor Tabalo is talking about is available for every believer. Power is available for all of us to overcome, to become millionaires. Hello? Power is available to be successful in everything that we put our hands into. There's power available, but you are not going to walk in this power if you're not going to exercise your authority over that power. You have to speak it over your life. You have to declare it. You have to believe it. You have to meditate on it. You have to grow in it. Amen. You have to exercise your power. It's available. Uh, 
behind you, there's a switch there. Switch it off, please. In other words, switch off the light. Switch off the light. It's switched off. Can you see? Now stand there, stand there. The light is switched off. Now, is the light on now? Does the light being off mean that there is no power available? There is electricity available, right? So why are we not seeing this electricity? Because why? Because it's what? We, we, we need to do what to have this electricity? We need to switch it on, right? Switch it on. So, so, so now, this power was not created now. This power has been existing long before we switched it on. So for us to see it come, we had to switch on the switch. The power of God is available in your life right now. It's just waiting for you to press the switch. And the switch is in your mouth, child of God. The switch is in your mouth, child of God. Woo! Shit now! Woo-hoo! Oh! <laughs> Are you with me? <laughs> is like, I give up. <laughs> Have you ever moonwalked at the word of God? Woo! All right. Now, he's given us this power, this authority, this dominion to be preachers of the gospel. Do you know that there are other people that are waiting on the other side of your obedience? While you're still busy, you know, uh, 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 playing with unbelief, doubt, lack of faith, while you're still wasting time procrastinating, other people are waiting on the other side of your yes. There are some people whose salvation depends on your cooperation with God. While you're still delaying in cooperating with God, people are going to hell. If I never came to, if I never said yes to God to come to Fleer Hope, I don't know where some of y'all would have been. I don't know. So when God called me, he had a hope, and his hope was you. Ah, shit now. Hello. When God called me, he had Bibilo in mind. He had Innocent in mind. When God called me, he had, mommy, he had you in mind when God called me. I did not know that. I just sensed the call of God over my life, and I responded to that call. And when I got here, that's when I started to see why God called me. And I'm yet to see greater things that God had in store for me when he called me. There's still more that God wants to do. There's still more that are waiting for me to continue with my yes to God. There are people that are waiting on the other side of your obedience. They are waiting on the other side of your obedience. Amen? There are people that are waiting on the other side of you becoming a millionaire. Please stop wasting our time. We want that money. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now, now I'm expecting it with you. I, I, I'm expecting it with you. In the, he said next year by this time, Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare, hallelujah, the first millionaire of Greater Works Christian Family Church is not the pastor. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. Mommy, I'm sure you are asking yourself, Mahumta Namum Tata Belong Fundis. 
Ujava jengo Michael Jackson. Kumela fundi zi ilis. Okay, mama. So, 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 how do we preach the gospel? Because some people may say, but, but, but I don't have a desire to be a preacher. I don't have a desire to, to grab the mic and preach the gospel. Hmm? And the way you play that sock and you kick that ball, <laughs> that could be your way of preaching the gospel. Are you with me? So we preach the gospel in, say this, say, say my conduct, my conduct should preach the gospel. Say my behavior should preach the gospel. So, so, so at work, when everybody's going against uh, a management and they're going to go and try, the child of God is not supposed to participate in such things. No, we're not. No, but we have a right. Mandela said, if, 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 if we don't like what they do, we must do to them what we did to the, 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 the apartheid government. That's Mandela. Mandela is not Jesus. I hope he's in heaven. I don't know. I can't promise you. But he went to prison. Uh, well, well, well I, we went to prison. That doesn't mean he's in heaven. But he came out of prison and then he saved us from what? <laughs> from what? How can you talk like that about Mandela? Uh, I love him. I appreciate what he did. But I'm just telling you the truth. Amen? We preach the gospel through our conduct. When the ladies at work in your business circles, they meet together and they're complaining about their marriages, about their husbands, don't contribute. Hello? Hello? Change calendar. Say, say, say this, say this to me. Say, I am a game changer. When you come and they're busy talking, when you come, they must say, wait, 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 wait. My change will end up. Ah, no. Then you know that I will pause. <laughs> Are you with me? Oh, yes, yes. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shh, shh, yes, yes. To this coming. They're not going to talk negativity, death, unbelief in your presence because they know you're not going to stand for it. Amen? Why? Because your life preaches the gospel. Your life preaches the gospel. So that's the hope that he had. God called us with a hope, and he was hoping that he will have you and I to preach the gospel in our living. The way we are kind to people, that's the gospel they preach. The way we love people, that's the gospel that we preach. The way we are patient with people, that's the gospel that we preach. The way we are successful in our marriages, that's the gospel that we preach. The way, the, the, the way we just do what we do, man, the way we are givers, is the gospel being preached? The way we dress. So come. Go on, <laughs> Some ladies are going like. <laughs> Amen. Dress in the way. Dress the blood of Jesus, man. Hello. Are you with me? Ah, you, you missed it. You missed it. You got it? Are you with me, family? Your hairstyle should preach the gospel. <laughs> your, 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 your hairstyle should preach the gospel. Be below. Messenger, love. That's the gospel right there. Amen? Are you with me? Your body is the temple of the living God. 
Your body is the temple of the living God. God don't dwell in temples built by hands anymore. Hmm? Say I'm a God carrier. Say, say, say my body is God's house. And God's house must look beautiful inside out. Ooh, shit now. Inside out. 